You're listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 167, where we will be discussing chapter 17 of Fallen City of Fallen Angels and Kane Rose Up. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. I feel like I needed to be more evangelical about that. <laughs> <laughs> and Kane Rose Up! <laughs> like, glorious <laughs> i saw this tiktok the other day that was i'm pretty sure it was a spoof like a jokey something but it was some news was interviewing some church person i don't even know i don't remember anyway and he was saying like if we don't get more people in our church we won't have enough money for our zip line anymore and they flashed to this church that this no. Pastor's coming in down a zip line. <laughs> Stop it. That is so intense. Stop it. I, <sighs> I know. It's hilarious. I, I want to do a zip line. No. Well, people cheer for me. Yeah, that tax exempt status really fucking. <laughs> God damn it. My cousin like shattered his ankle on a zip line and now he can't like walk on his foot years later oh. on a zip line. I think it was an unsanctioned zipline if, like, nobody right. was there watching, which s- seems on brand mm-hmm. Okay, for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's that goes into the no box for me. That's Crazy. a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. I've skydived. Skydived? Skydoven. Just kidding. <laughs> you went skydiving? But I've never ziplined. Yeah. I went skydiving. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you go Rocky Mountain climbing? Did you go 3.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu? (laughs) Did you love deeper? I loved sweeter. (laughs) Did you watch an eagle as it was flying? That's the best part. That is the best line. We were just trying to get to that one. That's that's all. No more from here. That was a little out of order, but gosh, that's, I just, I don't know why you're in my brain, but I was in my closet the other day. Okay, this is what happened. This is a long, stupid story, but I'm going to tell you anyway. About how Robin came out of the closet? (laughs) I first started really listening to country music when I was like 20, 21, maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. And I was working at a store in Nyberg. And I took the back way to get there. And so Audrey is practicing soccer at one of the middle schools that's on that same road that I used to take to get to work. When I listened to music, country music more, and that Tim McGraw song was really popular. So I was in my closet changing and I was thinking about driving out there. And then I just started singing it in the back of my head. And I was just like, that is so freaking cheesy. And I just Don't remember, like, belting it. I'm like, God, oh, this song's so deep. But I'm like, it's not. But I still love It's like guilty pleasures. I still love it. It's like oh. listening to Ironic 10 years later. And you're like, wait, yes. what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still a bop, though. Uh, oh, mean, yeah. The Tim McGraw one has a good has a good story. You know, live like you're dying. But I think he could have come up with better things to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think oh. watching an eagle flying is on my um, bucket list. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> Dude, I saw an eagle when we were when we went to Yellowstone. We were on a, a rafting trip, and uh, like we kind of like went through like a slow part of the river or whatever. And there was this fucking eagle, not six feet from us, just like on this like not not sandbar yeah sandbar whatever like you know middle of the river or whatever okay eating a fish so so much bigger than you could possibly imagine like that is it's so so much bigger than you think a bald eagle is like it's fucking massive it's wild it was the coolest fucking thing so maybe it is life-changing and we're just being annoying amanda maybe yeah (laughs) i mean there's eagles all over my house but that's a different kind of eagle. Oh. I remember driving in the car and my mom thought she saw an eagle and she's like, it's a, it's a, and she can't think of the words. So she just said the federal bird. I'll never forget that. Probably a hawk. Yeah, probably. But now we just call it the federal bird. So if I, it's, it's like when you like are like dogging on someone's mannerisms or something they say, and then you start doing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I can call it now. The federal bird. Yes. I like that's it. That's great. That's what I'll call it, too. That's the <laughs> yeah. new team. The Philadelphia Federal Birds. Yes. <laughs> and so it shall be wrote. <laughs> <sighs> well, if you guys don't have anything, I have a little something to share. Yes. We have a message from Rachel W., I feel like I over-enunciated the W. W. Is that better? (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) They said, I'm still listening to your podcast and you ladies never fail to make me laugh and do a great analysis of this ace book series. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. Dearest Rachel Dubs. Wait. W. W. <laughs> Rachel Dub. <laughs> Rachel W. Thank you. Thank you very thank you, much. Thank you. Very sweet. Yeah. My son learned the word kind apparently Aww. at school. And so the other day I was telling You're like, I sure as hell didn't teach him. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, such a, like, I don't know. Be nice is what I usually tell him. Yeah, be nice to your sister. And so Olivia was like, you know, she's at that stage where she's throwing food on the floor. And I'm like, knock it off. Like, it's so frustrating. And he's like, Mom, be kind. Be kind. And I'm just like, you be kind and pick up her food for me. <laughs> You're like, what about you being kind to me? Uh-huh. Yeah. I am kind. Kind of irritated. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> he would totally understand that. Yeah. <laughs> he told me also that I'm being weird the other day. Oh, okay. my gosh. I love it. I love that. I love that. I love that for you, unironically. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) There's something special about when your kids get to roast you, like when they when they start figuring it out. Yes, I didn't expect it to start at four, but here we are. (laughs) You know, we can't pick and choose. Man, I needed to laugh. You guys have been cracking me up all fucking day. Or all, whatever, the hour we've been talking. The belly laughs. Good times. All right, are we, do we have anything else? 
No? We're going to no. cut. I don't think so. Cut our chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap. Previously on <laughs> Downworld or Dish. <laughs> Simon is playing following the leader with Maureen, who takes him to a swanky high rise that's still under construction. Maureen's all, I got a guy. It's cool. Come inside and take an elevator ride up to a vertigo inducing rooftop. The garden and marble are beautiful if it wasn't for the slimy, evil-looking runes all over the floor surrounding a cron- concrete block with a coffin. Cool, cool, guys. It's cool. <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> no big D. NBD. Out of the shadows appears the band promoter from the other night, who, following a small monologue, is revealed to be the mother of demons Lilith herself. She's looking for Simon's daylighter blood to bring back what's hiding behind coffin number one, Sebastian. <laughs> was not that funny and thank you for laughing (laughs) simon tries to tell lilith how she's a big idiot for thinking that she can bring someone back from the dead lilith quickly schools him on the old laws and since the light was able to bring someone back then the dark gets to do it too and simon's gonna do it using his vampy daylighter venom or she's gonna make him pay on cue jace slips out from the shadows holding clary at knife point and licking the boots of lady lilith At the party, Izzy quickly realizes that Simon is MIA, and she rustles up a search party that includes all of our main characters, with the convenient exception of Clary. They decide to join sniffing... Nope, it's not the right word. They decide to start sniffing for clues at Jordan's apartment. The crew splits, leaving an opening for Maya and Jordan to have a brief conversation about their past. They end up finding Simon's wallet, and with it, the band promoter's card. Izzy's feeling sus about it, so she asks Alec to take a look. From the name on the card and all of the evidence they've run into thus far on their journey, they're able to deduce that this has to have something to do with Lilith. Alec gives Jordan and Maya a quick history lesson on Lilith's villain origin story, and they head out to search for Simon at the address listed on the card. Oh, damn. Could I say Lilith any more times? Right? I think I did that a lot, too. (laughs) This bitch. I have a question before I get started, you guys. We haven't done this in a while. Fuck, Mary, kill. Mm. Jace. Simon. Jordan. Hmm. Murder Simon. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Jordan. Mary Jace. Okay. I just don't know enough about Jordan. No. Murder uh-huh. Jordan. <coughs> Murder Jordan. Fuck oh Simon. Ma- no. Yeah. Mary Jace. Mm. But he, he's kind of annoying sometimes. Jace is. Mm-hmm. And I think Simon's growing. I take it back. Mary Simon. Murder Jordan. <laughs> Fuck Jace. <laughs> yeah. Um, Murder Jordan. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> Um, ugh. fuck Simon Mary Jace. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless Simon would make me a vampire, and then that's fair. I my could be swung. Answer might be influenced more than what we're just at so far. Just as a statement. Mm-hmm. Mine's not. I concur. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
like that we got that off of our chest. Thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> it's been burning it's always, a hole in my pocket. Yeah, it's always a good day when Amanda can pretend to murder Simon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> At least in her brain. Like Exactly. Kick off those endorphins. Um <laughs> So the genre has officially moved from romantic thriller to straight up horror as we dive into Clary's point of view. For real. Uh, she, <laughs> she's as cold as ice. Um, when she, Clary wakes up, because that's all she does. That's all she does. <laughs> how she starts every fucking one. Oh my gosh, you just got me distracted by foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're paying the price. You never pay the price, right? Right, right. You never right. take advice. <gasps> Someday you'll pay the price. I know. That's what it is. Yep. There you go. You really to sacrifice. <sighs> oh my god. Okay. So <laughs> she wakes up in Jace's strong embrace, um, and she can sense that the vibes are off. Okay, we're not just—is <laughs> it the coffin or like what is it? <laughs> She's not there yet. She's not there. Oh, She's yeah, in yeah, the yeah. building. Okay. okay. Um, but like she notices something's off and it's not just because the AC is set to a I have menopausal co-workers level of frigid. Like mm. <laughs> That's me. She's like That's oh, the worst. Shit. Something is not right. So she manages to get her bearings enough to ask what happened while Jace carries her like into the like towards the elevator. And he evades the true intent of her question by simply offering her, like, you were unconscious. And she's like, that doesn't explain what the fuck happened. Yes, yeah. right. <laughs> Grade A quality boyfriend beef right there. I bet, he, I bet he's one of those guys that, like, if you text him more than one question in one, like, text message, then he'll only answer the last question, you know? Just I married hashtag one Hashtag what women want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking... Mm-hmm. Ignore her like it's 2008. So. Dude. When we started dating. <laughs> I, oh, um. That's great. I don't remember what, con- what it was about. But I explained something twice. Like in two separate ways. And then literally 30 seconds later, my husband's like, hey, what's blah, blah, blah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. I just explained it twice in two separate ways. You're not listening to me. <laughs> you don't get to know. You don't deserve the truth yep. now. Now I you have to figure it out on your own. own. Yep. Not telling you. Sorry. <laughs> yep. <sighs> so our girl is a little slow on the uptake as usual. Um, but once the memory comes back of her, like Jace carving her up... <laughs> With some terrible rune. Um, she quickly demands that he put her down. She's like, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Something is fishy here. And Clary's uh, inner monologue is dramatic as ever when it falls on her favorite subject, Jace. Um, but this isn't her Jace. There's something wrong about him. She's like, mm, he looks like Jace. And he sounds like Jace. <laughs> but he's not Jace. <laughs> And she just doesn't stop with her questions, demanding to know uh, why he incapacitated her and brought her to wherever the hell they are. Um, and his response was, like, unfortunately, both disappointingly short and uninformative. And he simply just stated that he didn't have a choice. 
And she's not happy, you guys, that she's not getting Neither the answer she wants. Yeah. <laughs> but she takes the, his distraction as an opportunity and makes a break for the door. But this is Jace that she's up against, <laughs> and she has absolutely zero chance in hell of outrunning him. He does train every day, you know. Like, every day. <laughs> right. Every day. Some people do. Yeah. <laughs> and when he easily catches her... He pleads with her not to run, but he's like a robot and not her Jace. So she takes off again, um, only to be once again caught immediately. Um, it sounds I like don't know what she's to doing. Olivia's diaper. <laughs> yeah, like she's a toddler. And yeah. he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> so during the ensuing struggle, Jace's shirt slips and it like to the side and revealing the rune over his heart. And I'm like, why? Okay. Is he wearing a deep V? <laughs> he might be. Or is it a button-up, maybe? Like, with no. the first, like, three buttons unbuttoned? <laughs> I mean, that seems like something he would do. I mean, yeah, actually. Okay, <laughs> I can't imagine him in anything except gear or, like, a black crew neck Agreed. t-shirt. Right. But maybe he's in a wife beater. I don't know. I don't know. That makes me uncomfortable, though. I don't me like too. thinking of him in a tank top. A That's just not a look that I want. I could, I could see a black V-neck, maybe, but he's not in a deep a, v. a black tank top with, like, long camo cargo shorts and, like, the Stop. wallet chain. <laughs> Why are you trying with to a fedora? Jace, like, ugly? He's with Kevin a fedora? Shut up. <laughs> no, he was he was dressed for the party, remember? She was like, Where'd you get the suit? So oh, yeah. Okay. Don't ruin it for me. But yeah, sorry, it was probably okay. a button up. Damn you. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, All I can think about is Jace having like a button down, unbuttoned, like the few buttons and like the part of his chest that you can see instead of chest hair, like the 70s, it's just like the bones of his sternum. <laughs> oh my god, I know. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Yes. <laughs> Which is not supposed to be attractive. There's at least and for rooms, most people, I, I don't think it is, but I am not most people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Jamie Campbell Bauer. That's his name. Right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly him. Oh, oh my gosh! So Clary doesn't recognize the rune. It's red instead of black, like the regular Shadowhunter runes. Um, but her angelic senses are tingling and telling her that it is bad news bears. Like, this is not a good, happy, for the love of world peace and humanity <laughs> rune. Okay. I know this is not important. It's not. But I'm going to say it anyway. This just further cements how asinine it was of the first freaking season of the TV show to do red runes. Yeah. Like, why? Like, oh. that was something so fucking stupid to change. So mm-hmm. dumb to change. It is weird. Did they look cool? No. no. And then the second season, they changed them to black. Yeah. How they should be. So they were probably just That's like, weird. yeah, that was fucking dumb. But, like, why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me one um. reason. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that wasn't give me a reason. And then that oh, went off Tracy the rails. Chapman. Yeah. Got it. 
So she asks one more time for Jace to let her go, which of course he can't. Um, and that's all it takes for the last thread of Clary's self-preservation to shred. Um, she instantly redir- redirects her attentions to saving Jace from whatever prison that Rune has him trapped in to hell with her own safety. So just typical Clary. I mean, we did just learn from Luke a couple chapters ago that like marking out a rune can like mm-hmm. knock off some of the power. So I'm surprised she didn't try to do that. So with her new plan in place, she allows Robit Jace to lead her to the elevator. And she uses his time to ply him with a few more questions. Like, seriously, who does she think she is? Tessa? Like, what? <laughs> questions. <laughs> These are a lot of questions for you. She asks about the Silent Brothers coming to find him um, since, like, you know, he just up and left the Silent City. Uh, But he shrugs her off, telling her that they won't find out he's gone until the morning. And the people at the party are far more likely to notice her absence long before anyone in the Bone City notices his. Um, It didn't matter, though. The building (laughs) that they were at, the building that they're at, is untrackable. Um, Quote, you're just going to have to trust me. No one's coming for you, which is just, it warms your heart, right? Everyone wants to hear the boyfriend telling him that. <laughs> you just, just trust me. Stop. Give it up. It's like on yeah. an embroidery thing. <laughs> Jesus. It's a cross stitch. Cross stitch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they have it on a pillow. <laughs> the levels of toxicity know no bounds. And I'm going to read this short little passage as just... Just a little a little nugget for you guys. He didn't bring the knife out until after the, they left the elevator. And then he said, I would never hurt you. You know that, don't you? Even as he flicked her hair back with the tip of the blade and pressed the edge to her throat. <laughs> what? <laughs> I get it. Listen, I know. He's possessed. Whatever. I get it. But also, ah. <sighs> <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Thankfully, Clary doesn't attempt to romanticize this moment and injects the appropriate level of fear and foreboding uh, into her internal monologue as Jace leads her onto the roof where Simon is waiting. And Simon looks horrified at the unbelievable sight of Jace leading Clary at knife point. He's like, uh, something does not belong in this picture. Clary vaguely acknowledged uh, that there was a woman next to Simon, but her eyes were on her brother's coffin. The real one. Even though she also kissed that one. Ugh. <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that, I guess. <laughs> it's Clary's only- got proclivities. <laughs> so the woman well- <laughs> praises Jace uh, for his efforts, uh, which in turn pisses Clary right the fuck off. And she demands mm-hmm. to know what she's... what this woman's done to Jace. And the next bit is a bunch of like dialogue. So I'm just going to summarize. Uh, Clary quickly susses out that the demon is that the demon that the silent brothers were worried about is none other than the demon lady in front of her. She's like, you're the fucking problem. <laughs> and <laughs> Lilith monologues, albeit a little bit more palatable than when she does it, than V Tang or Morty. Um, they're a little heavy handed. If you ask me, it's it's like it's she she it's more of a conversation with Lilith versus a straight up monologue with the other guys, right? right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wants to make sure everyone understands her plan. <laughs> now repeat it back to me. 
Tell me yeah. you understand. <laughs> She's like, one, two, three, eyes on me. <laughs> yeah. So she explains she needed both Jason Simon and then Clary just so happens to love them both and they both love her, which makes Clary the perfect weapon. Um, Simon might not be able to be hurt, but Clary certainly can be. Um, Clary implores, implores Simon um, not to do whatever Lilith wants him to do. She's like, don't do it. Not for me. Jace would never hurt me, mm. which is quickly disproven when the mother of demons orders Clary's beloved to make her bleed and he complies. Demon mommy one, Clary zero. <laughs> the bit uh, with a bit more monologuing. Um, not what? Oh, okay, so she she starts monologuing some more, but d- doesn't actually give us a whole lot of m- more info. Um, it's just Lilith rubbing salt in Clary's wounds about how Jace is under her complete control since he took her dark mark. <laughs> the dark like, mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quicker than you can say lack of self-esteem, Clary begins to blame herself. She brought Jace back from the dead and kept it a secret, making Jace vulnerable without the ritual protections from the Silent Brothers and the Iron Sisters. Also, the Iron Sisters would be a great band name. I just... Oh, yeah, I love it. That. So, uh, Clary still doesn't quite understand why Jace was needed in the first place. Luckily, Lilith is kind enough to fill in the gaps, lest she be misinformed. Um, and so Jace, she explains that Jace is the counterweight. Um, he was brought back first for the light. And magic is all about balance, yada, yada, yada. And since he got to come back, now Lilith has a chance to raise Sebastian for the dark. And several things click into place for Clary. Um, as, like... Oh, this is the same greater demon that who gave her blood to V-Tang to administer to Jocelyn while she was Prager's with Jonathan. And she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I think it's crazy that she recognized her voice. Mm-hmm. Like you're in such a high stress situation and you're like, ooh, she sounds familiar from one clip of a blip of right? memory. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just old and my mind's decrepit because like. I can't remember what I ate for dinner last Tuesday, let alone <laughs> the sound of a voice that I had only heard once in a dream. Right. Oh, okay. So, so she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave Vitang v- my blood. Um, and then I, I'm just going to read this last line for you guys. The woman placed her hand gen- gently, almost as a caress against the glass surface of Sebastian's coffin. There was the oddest smile on her face. You might almost say that, in a way, I'm Jonathan's mother. (gasps) Look, this woman has been around since the dawn of time, okay? And she's been trying to have a baby that whole time. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Okay? We've heard this. We, We know the story. This is not good. She She finally got a baby. Everyone's fucked. Oh my god. Bob had a baby. It's a boy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we're off to team investigate. Discovery. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So they get in front of this building and Alec is like, I don't think this is it. Like, no. 
And they decide to go in anyway, I guess. I don't know. And so as soon as they get into the building, Izzy's pendant necklace starts pulsing. Which, okay, I'm realizing right now in this moment, for some reason, I don't know why I didn't think of this sooner. Why would this band promoter put their real address on there? Maybe she was hoping Simon would go there? I think so. Obviously, she wasn't the band promoter, but mm-hmm. Lilith. That was because okay. I was thinking that too. Like, why use your real name or one of your other names? Like, do you want to get caught? Uh, exactly. That's exactly what it feels like. It's in writing. When you like have something just... like that, you never do it in writing. <clears throat> but I think it is because she was hoping that Simon would come. Okay. Okay, so anyway, so Izzy's necklace is pulsing. So she's like, I think this is the place. So she tells Alec to get his witch light out. And um, he gives her a lecture about making sure she brings hers everywhere because she didn't bring hers. And it just makes me think of them going into buildings to like, because they go in and they like clear the floors. So I'm just picturing them with like their their witch light, right? Like a flashlight, like cops. And then they have like their serif blade underneath it instead of a gun. <laughs> And like, I don't know. It just, why do I picture the serif blade looks like a wand? I don't know. <laughs> In this instance. Okay. Anyway. It's the, what is it? The DBI, the Demon Bureau of Investigations. I don't know. Perfect. It's much better than Shadowhunters. Clear. Rename it all. <sighs> okay. So anyway, she's like, well, did you bring your sensor? Uh, the, which I'm only bringing it up because. We talked about how they never talk about sensors, and so I thought it was funny. But Izzy's like, clearly we don't need one because I have my necklace, so I wrap mine, bitch. Now mm-hmm. I can only, like, the only thing I can think of when I hear sensor now and I know it's not is, like, somebody's, like, vape cartridge. Like, the yeah. the, the rectangle one, that yeah, uh-huh. not the one that looks like a cigarette. And that's what I think of when I think of a sensor now. Why? I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> I love it. So she tells the Izzy tells the group because obviously her necklace is pulsing that there's some sort of demonic presence there, and Jordan's like, "Wait, there's a demon here!" Like, <laughs> obviously, I don't think werewolves are used. To, oh, excuse me, person slash wolves. I apologize. Right? How dare you? Uh, I don't think they're used to actually going after demons like this, investigating. So anyway. They decide to clear each floor at a time, like I had said, and Maya decides to take her shoes off because she doesn't have these cool soundless runes that Izzy has on her shoes. Like, they're on the heel of her shoe. So cool. That's really cool. Of course she would. Yeah. Right? It's crazy that 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 works. Like, it's just cool that it works. Like, it's not... Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm into it. Yeah. So, um... Obviously, Maya has to take her shoes off because we have to get here. Jordan notices that she's wearing a toe ring that he had gotten her. And he starts to point it out. And she's like, shut up. Nobody cares. <laughs> Girl, you knew you were going to see him tonight, right? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. You're telling me have you weren't you been wearing, wearing that the whole shoes? time? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's weird. I guess it just came to his attention because she took her shoes off. I don't know. Also, I feel like the toe ring would make noise on the floor, too. So she probably would have to take that off. I don't, I don't think anyway, so. Doesn't matter. So most of these floors are still under construction and they have like plywood over the windows and cords hanging from the ceiling. And it sounds like a perfect place for a vampire to me because it's obviously blocking out the sunlight. And they finally reach the 10th floor. I mean, how big do you think these floors are? They're supposed to be apartments, right? 
Is that mm-hmm. what we came across? They're clearing the whole freaking floor. There's only four of them. Bananas. Maybe, maybe some of them. clearing the hall. Maybe some of them aren't, like, built out yet. That's fair. Okay, there's, like, mm. no walls. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay, okay. That's a good one. So, um, as they get to the 10th floor, uh, Izzy can feel another flutter in her necklace. And so Alec gets his serif blade ready, and the hall, like, lights up. And they see this. I, I hit my calendar because I'm talking with my hands so much. <laughs> so anyway, they see this archway that was like totally black behind it. So, of course, they go towards it. I guess mm-hmm. that's what shadow hunters do. But no, thank mm-hmm. you. And we get a little bit of internal pov from Izzy. Like her nerves are going crazy. She's a bamp, though, so she keeps it together. But it's nice to know that even before a battle... Uh, she's a trained shadow hunter and she still gets a little nervous because I still get nervous having to call a customer and it's been my job for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you can't train that out of me. Everybody <laughs> does. Do. I, um, I really like that we get Izzy's point of view. Mm-hmm. It's like a little treat. I agree. <sighs> so they get past this archway and the place was clearly meant to be like a loft apartment someday And it's completely dark, like pitch black, with the exception of the floor-to-ceiling windows allowing all the New York light in. And it sounds super fancy and cool. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, she's, I think, I think we're still in Izzy's POV. Sorry. Mm -hmm. POV. Mm -hmm. And um, she says it's, like, lit up like a Christmas tree, which is just, I, do they make curtains that are floor-to-ceiling? Because that would bother me. I'm sure they do. I I like that she said Pepsi-Cola sign. Yeah. Pepsi-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> so her pendant is going wild and they try to make out what kind of furniture they see in the room, which to me, it sounds like if the room is lit up like a Christmas tree, you'd be able to see a little bit better, but it's fine. And obviously it's something awful because Izzy says, I quote, oh, dear God, she whispered, oh, by the angel, no. We don't get to find out what it is right now because we're taken back over to Simon and crew. Boomerino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Simon is oddly defending Jocelyn. Like, I don't know why it, he's defending her in this in this circumstance. Like, he's telling Lilith that she's not Sebastian's mother. And I just... You are not have the mother. One. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> who cares? It's not important. Yeah. It's not important right now. I just love how argumentative he is in this whole thing. He's got like snappy Against comebacks. He's like, you're a fucking idiot. Penis. I don't yeah. care how old you are. Old as earth. Fuck you. You're stupid. <laughs> you're dumb. Uh, I'm not afraid of you. I'm just like, it's not that serious. Yeah. It's not that serious. <laughs> He's just like, why are you being so mid right now? I don't even know what that means. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so he reminds her that Clary is Sebastian's sister. And um, when he wakes up or alives again, I don't know. He's going to be, like, super pissed if you hurt her. So, you know. And um, I'm just curious why that's a threat. Like, would Lilith actually give a fuck? I guess she kind of likes Sebastian. But, like, would she really care if he was a little upset? That she killed his brother, sister, whatever, mm-hmm. sibling. I don't know. He'll get so over anyway, it. So anyway, yeah. Lilith calls bullshit. 
She used to visit Sebastian in the form of an owl back in the day. And I feel like it could have been a less noticeable bird, like a bald eagle, apparently. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but like you couldn't have been a crow. An owl is pretty noticeable. Her symbol is an owl. Okay. Okay, fair. I just feel like if I saw an owl, I'd be like, holy fuck, look, it's an owl. I mean, okay. Are you thinking of like a Harry Potter Hedwig owl or like a brown barn owl? I mean, any owl. I don't think I've ever seen one that wasn't at the they're zoo. They're in the forest. Like, cool they live out in the forest in Alicante. So it's okay, it would be weird fair. to see an owl. Or not weird. It would be less likely to see an owl in, like, New York City. But where they're from, That's I'm sure mean. it's... Okay. Okay. We used to have an owl Probably that lived here. in our tree by our apartment. And it would That's so hoot cool. all night. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was annoying, I bet. It was like cool. The frogs in my pond. Oh, I love the they're frogs. They're cool until you're ready to go to bed. And the crickets. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. The sounds in my backyard at night is like my favorite thing because we, I I, it, my backyard makes me feel like a Disney princess. I'm like, fuck yeah, they're here for me. They're not here yeah. for the habitat. They're here for me. Get your flower <laughs> crown on, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool with all the animal noises. What I'm not cool with is my smoke alarm randomly going off at 2:30 in the morning last night. Like that it has chirped to do with really, animals. really loud. That's because of your ghosts. And that's yeah. all I could think of was like now that the ghost just passed through it. All I would be able to think about is that you just got William back to sleep. He was awake. Oh my god, bananas! He was, he was awake. We're watching okay. YouTube Oof. videos, but I'm like, of course, it's like the witching hour, and then the freaking smoke detector goes off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did it just go off on its own, or did you have to go push a button? No, it just would chirped once. Oh, because the battery's dead, right? It didn't just did it once. No follow-up chirps. I was just <laughs> checking not in on. on you. Just, just like, hey, I'm sure here. you're doing okay. Yeah. Maybe it does it every few months. Just so you hey, know bitch, it's still I'm there. still here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so Clary is still in Jace's arms with a knife to her throat. Don't forget, he's not going to hurt her. Remember? Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he did. Mm-hmm. So Lilith instructs Jace to bring her into the circle. So when they do, the rune on Jace's chest glows so bright that Simon has to close his eyes. Is it because he's a vampire? Or is it just because we're kind of in his POV? I don't know. And he's just bright. Glows bright. Hmm. So um, (laughs) Lilith is like, oh, come on. Open your eyes and give me your blood or else. Like, come on. Don't be a baby. (laughs) Come fucking around. It sounds very much like when you're a teenager and your mom comes into your room to wake you up for like the 47th time that morning and turns on the light and you're like, ah, <laughs> melting. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, so at that, at the same time, Simon notices that the same rune that is on Jace is on Sebastian. And it, I think it also lit up or something, or it showed itself when Jace's did, but it's starting to fade really quickly and he's still dead. And Simon's like, bro, how am I supposed to give you give him my blood? Like, he's dead. He can't drink it. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? So her plan is that Sebastian, Simon bites Sebastian, and that will put some angel blood in him enough to wake him up so that he'll be a strong little angel demon baby to sit up and eat on his own. And it reminds me of, um, what the hell is his name? Colin? 
from Feral? what we do in the shadows. Oh. When he's a little baby. The- oh. <laughs> oh my god. And he has a he has a normal adult head, right? That was, what it was. some of the best episodes. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing when I say this. So just so you know. <laughs> baby body, Sebastian head. Um, okay, so <laughs> that's her plan. So then she goes on to explain. Again, it's like a conversation. And they always give us so much more information than they need. Because she's mm-hmm. a demon. Like, the demon. Just force them to do it. But no, you gotta, you got to give your story. So she goes on to explain that I feel like we've already know this. Like, the since Simon became a daylighter, he's been capable of bringing the dead back. But he didn't have the right to do it. Until Jace or Clary brought Jace back to life, you know, like balance, dark and mm-hmm. I was going to say dark and evil, light and dark, evil and good. Anyway, so because the angel had brought back Jace, Lilith now has um, the right to bring someone back as the dark side. The dark side. I just want to <laughs> know, because she says that she knows another daylighter yes. before from like mm-hmm. 100 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And a daylighter has is a vampire with angel blood. Mm-hmm. And she knows that. And she knows that's why he's a daylighter. So, like, who is this other vampire? Where that's what I want to know. Tell me more. Same. Are they still alive? Mm-hmm. Are they oh, buddies? for sure not. If, like, right. if, if all you need is angel blood, couldn't you just, like, use Clary's blood? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but n- most people don't or know Jace's. that Clary has angel blood or Jace's. Oh, you think that Lilith doesn't know? No, I I think she has to know because she knows uh-huh. about Jonathan. I feel like, it, of course, she would know the opposite. But I think because it's got to be vampire blood to get him to rise. Like, like I think to it's a combination. Yeah, it's like he's got angelic blood in him, which makes him a daylighter. But, like, his powers of being a vampire also lend. Okay. Like, I don't think if they cut Jace open, it would just work. I gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. It has to be the combination. Him biting him first and then feeding him his blood. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it just seems to me that you could just open his mouth and, like, drip some of the blood in there. Why does he have to bite him? Right. It feels very sexual. I don't know why. (laughs) Do this in front of everyone. It's embarrassing. (laughs) So Simon is clearly confused, but Clary is like, oh, fuck. I I get it now. I get it. When Jace died and she kind of trails off and Simon is like, wait, wait, wait. What the fuck did you just say? (laughs) Jace died? Tell me. Tell me. You didn't tell me before. Tell me now. So she tells him what happens, and Lilith says that um, at the time that it happened, she was there watching Sebastian in owl form, I assume. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's silly. And she saw V-Tang kill Jace and the angel bring him back. So she was like, now's my chance. And so she brought Sebastian back with her. Um, and obviously Simon is offended that Clary never told him, but he tells Lilith to let Clary go. She doesn't, like, you don't need her, whatever. And she's like, ah, no. No, thanks. She's your motivation. Um, so do what I tell you to do. And right here, Simon loses points with me again. Because he, like, starts for, like, almost a whole page thinking back about his childhood with Clary. 
And he's like picturing her when they were in kindergarten and doing all these things or whatever. And then he thinks about when she started to get a shape as a woman and like her curves wearing baggy t-shirts. And he wasn't sure if he like should look away or not. And I'm just like, really? Your friendship is like basically flashing before your eyes. And all you can think about is her shape. Fuck. Fuck you, Simon. Anyway. He's in love with the shape of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he knew that Clary was telling him not to do it, but he wants to keep her safe. So he agrees to go through with her plan. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh. Ew. This feels bad. I just, why? Mm -hmm. I don't. Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Clary and Goosey Bumps and not the good cart kind. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's called the heebie jeebies. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Clearly yells at her vampy friend, No. <laughs> but Simon doesn't pay her any attention as his eyes are fixated on Lilith, who's like smiling super smug and shit. She's being very bitchy about winning. And I feel like it's she's earned it. Mm-hmm. As an evil villain, like she's earned the smugness, but it's rude. Anyway, <laughs> she opens the lid to the coffin by waving her hand above it and it opens like an automatic door. The lid oh. melts down the sides of the coffin and turns to shards of glass drops. No. It's very powerful. Seems unnecessary. Now there's broken glass I'm... everywhere. Like, come on. <laughs> they like they form into this like teardrop shapes and okay, stuff like okay, i feel okay. like it looks very cool okay and it's like almost yeah like a display of power is the only thing i can think of like yeah. uh-huh. look, look how easy this is for me i'm gonna right. fucking destroy you all yeah exactly power move <laughs> the, the, that's the the head bitch in charge move mm. that's the I'm, I'm gonna be silent until the rest of you are ready for me to speak <laughs> Ooh, I love that. (laughs) So she reaches into the coffin and gets Sebastian basically like posed for his reawakening. She like folds his arms over his chest and stuff. And she's like, he's got to look perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then she summons Simons to come get to work. Simon, not Simons. There's only one of them. His walk up there is filled with thoughts on how badly he wanted to sink his teeth into Maureen the other night, but the prospect of biting a corpse was definitely giving him the ick. So gross. Simon can sense Clace's eyes on him as he reaches into the coffin, holding Sebastian's wet, cold shoulders. Stop like it. The, yeah. And all he can think of is like... embalming fluid? Huh? Oh, yeah, right? Well, and then all I thought of was, like, those crappy t-shirts. The cold shoulder yeah. t-shirts. Oh, and God. Then I, was, I pictured him wearing one because I said cold shoulder. It was bad. <laughs> anyway, Simon sinks his teeth into his neck and demon blood flooded his mouth. And he got just about as much displeasure as I did when a tapioca ball flew into my mouth on my first drink of boba. Here, try my boba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not even the flavor. It's the feeling. Immediately now. 
It's like when Andy spit Kay. a piece of gum into the back of my throat. Did I ever tell you guys that? Oh, oh yeah. I was so disgusting. So mad. I will not kiss him now if he has gum in his mouth. I can't trust him. <gasps> can't trust you. You've broken the circle of trust. Awful. It, I'm traumatized. <laughs> Why would someone do that? It was disgusting. Just give him a simple kiss real quick. And he was like, <sighs> right in the back of my throat. That was an intrusive thought. I was like, <laughs> let me bite you. That's what that was. Yeah. yeah. You're not supposed to follow through with those, Andy. <laughs> Sorry. Please go on. Kristen oh. is horrified. I am so horrified for you. Thank you. Thank you. My okay. eyes are watering. I really <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> Please, Robin, move on. I know. Okay. It was years ago, but anyway. So sorry. I said, back to the rescue rangers was what I called them. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. I just love all of it. <clears throat> Oh. Uh, what was what was the lizard's name on that? The rescuers down under. Oh my god, I have I do not remember. I loved that movie when I was a kid. How do I not I'm remember? Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Oh, it's right there. Joanna. Yeah, that's what it was. Joanna. Anyway, okay. Alec is holding up a serif blade, shining light into the room. Uh, we enter with Maya. Like, this is how the scene starts. Maya's in the corner vomiting. Okay. And just so you know, we're still in Izzy's point of view when we flash back. And she has this thought where she's like, I don't really, like, she doesn't blame Maya for getting sick. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for her extensive shadow training, she would have uh, been throwing up herself, she says. And because the it's the reason why she would be sick is because they just walked into the morgue slash nursery for all of Lilith's failed experiments on the infants. There's like 50 of them. <sighs> and Izzy's walked up and down the rows looking for any signs of life, but sadly finding none. She wasn't feeling up to investigating further and decides that this is a job for the clave. Finally decided to call into the, for the adults on something. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do it. Alec is walking behind her silently crying and Jordan is like walking over to Maya to hand her a handkerchief to, so that she can like hold her to her face or clean her tears off or whatever. Alec asks Izzy why would anyone do something so horrible? And of course, um, Isabel is thinking about how Max had looked when he was born because she was like, we were like seven and nine and like we used to play with him all the time as a baby and he looked just like that and like this is so awful. And then she's thinking about Max dying and her brother's going through the same thing. And it's just this big, awful, like weight on their chest. But despite all of the sorrow in the room, Izzy's pendant is still glowing and it's ramped up to 11. Like the danger has not gone. Like this is awful, but there's still something more afoot. And she thought about Clary's story of the baby that she'd seen at Beth Israel. And she decided to reach in to check one to see if there were like claws or something that might indicate that the baby had been turned. And at first glance, everything looked normal, but then she noticed that the fingers were actually black talons and like the fingers of the baby were turning into like claws and she stepped back. She was nope. It was a nope. Mm -hmm. Maya asked what was wrong and um, 
sorry. I didn't really, I didn't read what I wrote. Maya was like, hey, what's wrong? Like from the other side of the room and Alec is next to her and he looks into the crib. Seeing what Izzy sees, he asks like basically to reiterate like if this was what Clary saw when she had seen the baby. And Isabel nods and says it appears that it wasn't just one victim and someone is trying to make an army of Sebastians. That's what hmm. looks like it's going on here. Right? I mean, they're keeping the babies and they're not just disposing of, I mean, that's an awful word, but uh-huh you know it's yeah. odd well Alex's immediate thought is like fuck that guy why would anybody want more of him <laughs> and izzy gives the standard like super soldier answer soldier soldier can't say that word like somebody just must want an army like he's really powerful they probably just want an army a noise interrupts their discussion and izzy notices movement in the shadows at the edge of the room and she just instantly makes a beeline for the danger and follows it ends up heading out into the hallway trailing something moving along the wall izzy pounces literally like leaps and takes the figure down and it made like a human-y sort of noise and the pair tumbled to the ground um for a few moments and then izzy like notices it's got like mad style like <laughs> this might be an evil villain but damn look and fly style. And we figure out off the description that it's one of the tracksuit bandits. We just know. Oh, they damn. Both... <laughs> yep. They both get to their feet and Izzy easily lashes her whip around the bandit's ankle and knocks it to the floor. Isabel takes a moment to pull her stelly out of her third pocket, which is your bra. And she <laughs> draws a night vision rune on. Which is honestly kind of surprising that she didn't do that when they got out of the elevator, especially since we got like this whole 411 on like night wolf vision. Yes. And they don't have and a they, witch light. So like why? Yeah. Yeah, they were arguing about a witch light and she could have been like, it's not necessary. I can do the rune. Like, uh-huh. probably would have been easier to see than a witch. Mm -hmm. light. Unless like um, there would be less for people to see them. Yeah. I don't see conspicuous I think is the word I'm looking for anyway able to see the area now Izzy notices that the hood had come down revealing a clean shaven woman Izzy pulls on the whip telling her to stop trying to crawl away which is not funny but just funny it's it's funny it not funny, funny. <laughs> and the lady bandit starts yelling at her like she's like I'm not gonna tell you anything Izzy yanks on the whip to tight, like tightening it, uh, telling the woman that if she pulls hard enough, it's going to cut through her leg. Basically, like, I'm going to sever your foot, bitch. Damn. And um, she asks what happened to all the babies. And the woman's response is that they were too weak, which, of course, is not the answer Izzy's looking for. So she threatens her leg again if she doesn't tell her what she wants to know. She's very upset. She has this thought in her mind where she's like, baby murderers don't deserve sympathy or anything like i'm fuck this bitch like i'm getting what i need to know the tracksuit bandit has clearly taken the kool-aid and she isn't going to spell any details she's just like no and she tells izzy that if she's harmed then quote she will smite you and izzy starts to ask who this she person is when all of the info Alec had told them came back and, like, all the puzzle pieces fit together for her and she, like, pinpoints that it's Lilith. Like, mm -hmm. she's able to deduce it herself pretty quickly. 
Mm-hmm. Alec comes out of the room asking her what's going on. And Izzy tattles on like the Colty <laughs> who <laughs> says uh, that what they did wasn't murder. It was sacrifice. Duh. And it's mm. not their fault that they were too weak. Izzy oh, guesses we most. Like I know. That's really awful. Mm-hmm. But it's not over yet. The worst is yet to come. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, no. Lovely. Keep yeah. going. You're welcome. <laughs> so exciting. Izzy guesses most of the truth about what the experiments entail. Like, she's kind of detailing it. Um, injecting, like, you're, like, injecting pregnant mothers with demon blood. But it's Alec who, like, is able to feel out the real heartache. Okay? And, quote, this is the passage that I'm choosing to read. Um, One of those babies, he said, it was yours. How could you inject your own child with demon blood? The woman's mouth trembled. I didn't. We were the ones who took the blood injections. The mothers made us stronger, faster. Our husbands too, but we got sick. Sicker and sicker. Our hair fell out. Our nails. She raised her hands, showing the blackened nails, the torn, bloody nail beds, where some had fallen away. Her arms were dotted with blackish bruises. We're all dying, she said. Ooh. Bro. I wonder where she was going. Like, why is she alone? Did you escape? Were you trying to get out of there? I don't know if we ever get an answer to that, but. Maybe she just was, like, sent to go check on. Maybe they have, like, a trip wire or they knew someone was in mm-hmm. or something and they went to go check on what Maybe was going she just on. she had to go pee. She had to go find the poop in bathroom. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The poop in bathroom's always separate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it is, anyway, if you've got a good place to work. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Alec tells her. That he can't believe that she's worshipping someone that made her take poison. Like, poison. <laughs> but the woman's story is more complicated than what it seems. She explains that before Lilith, she was homeless. She was sleeping on the streets and freezing. Lilith gave her a place to stay in a family and she made her feel safe. And she'd never felt safe before in her entire life. Sad. Which is just awful. Yeah. Right, because she was really young, right? Uh-huh. I'm sure she was probably in her like early 20s. I didn't put that in there. So this is a good time to bring it up. Yeah. Izzy asked her to clarify she'd actually seen Lilith because most cults never see the demons that they worship, especially not like the OG mama. Like, right. It's it's (laughs) it would be very weird if she'd actually met Lilith. But the woman Mm -hmm. says that she has. And since Lilith's blood is in her veins, she can sense when she's near like right now. ATM, if you will. <laughs> Not asked to mouth. <laughs> At the moment. <laughs> um, and for saying that she wasn't going to spill the tea, the cultist just has like a big change of heart. And she starts telling them Lilith is upstairs with the vampy boy. And she even gives them the Spark Notes version of their quest to find and capture Simon. Right. She just sings like a canary, dude. I don't, something changed. She must know the ear near is, the end is near. Uh-huh. Izzy's oh, no. stunned and ends up dropping her whip. And then she, like, reaches down to pick it up with a shaky voice, asking her what they want with Simon. And, like, tell me the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And she's threatening her. But Alec cuts her off. And she's like, yeah, there's no point. That, that bitch died. The woman has died. Mm-hmm. You, you can't interrogate her anymore. <laughs> Alec is confused on why Lilith would want Simon. But... Israel reminds him that Lilith was Adam's first wife and Cain was Adam's son. So she's like super old and probably wants him because of something to do with the mark. 
Like I bet it's all intertwined. Izzy calls the elevator because she's on a mission. I initially wrote to find her man. And I was like, but <laughs> I suppose that's not it. No. <laughs> so I just put to find her Simon. Like, I don't know. She seems very shooken up about this. Mm-hmm. And Alec tries to get her to calm down, reminding her that the mark will make it impossible for Lilith, sorry, to hurt Simon. Like, she can't mm-hmm. hurt him. He has the mark. But Izzy does not give a shit. Lilith has got a plan brewing because, like, why else would she want him? She was just like, why does he wanted to pick up his dry cleaning in the daytime? Like, why does she want him? <laughs> <laughs> the elevator pings. And the door opens, revealing a flock of felonous fighters. Does that make you feel good, Kristen? I saw it and I was like, ooh. That was your serotonin punch for the day. Thank you. They're dressed in gray and armed with crude weapons found from the construction site. And they charge on Alec and Isabel in eerie silence. It's dead silent. Coming um, after them. I really and don't like that. <laughs> I don't either. I really like it when my dialogue and the stuff I write can be more funny, but this was just too fucking sad and gross yeah. to have many jokes in it. So it I'm was, sorry. It, it was a real bummer. It was a real yes. bummer. I, a real bummer. I couldn't church it up. So I'm um, yep. <clears throat> sorry, but that was not happening. Okay. But the idea of a group of people coming at you silently to like but their visual representation is you would assume there would be noise, right? Like that's mm-hmm. they're not ninjas who are silent. They're like uh-huh. just weird people in tracksuits with like rebar. Like <laughs> they should be they're screaming. They're probably whooshing when they walk. Like it just doesn't make sense. It has to be velour. <laughs> their tracksuits. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, okay, really quickly, I have to recap. At -hmm. the end of this chapter, it's Simon one point. Okay, remember he got got two last Mm. episode, and this time Mm -hmm. he got one taken away. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can't let it stand. Yeah. (sighs) All right. That's fair. That's (sighs) fair. Okay. Make sure that you read chapter 18, Scars of Fire, for next week's episode. Mm. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlderdishpodcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.